Amen. I agree. That's a good, good word. All right, I want to bring in our special guest via telephone, Attorney Sidney Powell. Attorney, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you so much. I'm honored to join you. Okay, uh, 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 Sydney, we, we are looking for hope out there, and I know you can only talk about some things, and we want to respect that, but what is it you want to tell to the, the good people of America, the Bible-toting conservative Christians that are looking for something to happen? Give us some hope. Well, I think everybody out there listening now needs to stand up and make their voices heard. I just caught a little bit of the person speaking right before I came on, and I agree with absolutely everything he said. But I think one of the things that needs to happen immediately, and I, I would like to see it happen this Sunday, is for absolutely every church in the country to open up and everybody go and take their masks off if they want to or not but open the church doors and go to church everywhere across this country. They cannot arrest 75 million Christians. Right. That's good. Absolutely. Okay, uh, Attorney Powell, I have a question for you. Uh, as far as President Trump retaining the presidency and this whole election debacle that's happened, what are the viable paths that we have now to see that happen? Well, there are multiple cases pending in the Supreme Court that has done nothing with. We have four states in play on our petitions for emergency mandamus to ask the court to decertify Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia because of all the massive fraud there. We have filed documents on each of them. You can go to defendingtherepublic.org to see the documents, including the exhibits and the evidence that we filed with each one of those cases, or the website Kraken. K-R-A-K-E-N-Wood.com, which is a news aggregation site that Lynn Wood and I started to try to get the truth out to people. And Twitter will not even allow you to link that website in a tweet. And they, they shut it down the very first night. We got 100,000 followers the very first night. We set up the Twitter account for it and told people it was there. So they shut the Twitter down and they shut down the, any ability to link that website on Twitter. All right, we're going to get that website put up there so we can make sure our viewers can see that. And, of course, go but to that. Another, another thing is to, I think everybody needs to start getting out in front of the homes of their state legislators and making it clear in the swing states that they want those elections decertified. The electors for Biden should not be uh, allowed to participate in the Electoral College vote in any way, shape, or form. We've also filed a lawsuit against Vice President Pence in his official capacity because we want to make sure he knows and the law is clear that he has the authority to reject any electors at all under the 12th Amendment to the United States Constitution. That we just filed uh, last night late in the Eastern District of Texas. Congressman Louie Gohmert is the plaintiff along right. with a number of uh, uh, Arizona electors uh, for President Trump. And the fraud everywhere is just so outrageous. I'm pretty sure they ran the algorithm to flip two points of the votes from Trump to Biden almost everywhere across the country. Certainly they did it everywhere on Dominion. There's already a 
a published report from the Antrim County, Michigan investigation, the only place we were allowed to examine the machines that show that that's exactly what happened. And the vote in all the Dominion areas was 5.6% or so higher for Biden than any other areas in the country. And that would be attributable to that algorithm. I think the algorithm may have been run on other systems, too. It's not just Dominion because they all use the same software and and can do the same things. So, so it, states that think they are solid on right. other machines may not may very well not be. We just don't know. And I think if they did not have something to hide, they should allow the audit of any machines anybody wants to audit, frankly, anywhere in the country, because we're supposed to have open, transparent elections in this country. Federal law requires that the voting records and everything respecting any kind of national election, all those records be kept for 22 months under penalty of going to prison for up to a year and being fined in a criminal prosecution. And for people to have destroyed any ballots or any records, that is a a one-year penalty. Yeah, absolutely. The reason we have that is because it's so important that our elections be completely trustworthy and transparent. That's a hallmark of the rule of law in a free society where it's supposed to be one person, one vote, one citizen, one vote. So let me ask about January 6th. Everybody's talking about that's the big day, uh, you know, with Electoral College. What if things don't get, is that really the end of the, the path or is January 20th even the end of the path? If we discover that there's much more fraud and it finally comes to light and we're actually, people are actually listening to the cases, uh, is it possible that President Trump would be back President Trump after January 20th? Or is it really, is that kind of our hard cutoff date? Well, it's it's definitely possible because the Supreme Court can do what it wants to do, but it gets more difficult the longer it takes. The president has all the authority he needs now under the executive order that was issued in 2018 on election interference from a foreign power. There's so much evidence of that. We put out a 270-page explanation of all of it, and and that's published now on kraken-wood.com and defendingtherepublic.org, and I think probably at sydneypowell.com, too, trying to make it as available as we can to people so they can see all the incredible evidence of foreign interference in the election. In fact, the FBI and the CISA agency documented it. All right. John Graves, I, I, I want to pitch this over to you, John. I know you have a question for uh, uh, Sidney Powell. Yeah, to me, Sidney, uh, what happens? I know it gets harder and harder with each one of these. Let's say that some um, on the 6th that what Pence does is sends it to the two chambers. They debate for two hours. And uh, can more evidence come there because the courts lack the political will to let people see the evidence? Can one senator get the evidence out or are the McConnells of the world going to quelch this? Uh, I I wish I knew uh, all the answers to those questions. There are so many different possibilities. Vice President Pence should simply refuse to accept the illegal electors, the electors from the states in which there was demonstrable significant fraud. And if he does that, then it would have to go for President Trump. 
Yeah, so, but at that point, it splits between the two chambers. They debate for at least two hours, but if there's very few senators stepping forward in this case, uh, do you think, because there's a lot of opinions out there, Pence has the authority with these dueling electors to say, look, they sent dueling electors here, we're just going to disqualify them all, which immediately triggers the 12th Amendment. Is that a possibility the way you see this working? I think the possibility is that he has the actual ability to select the president himself by virtue of disregarding Jefferson. the illegal electors. Right. So yeah, Jefferson did that. In, in fact, Thomas Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson did that uh, when he became president. He was actually exactly. vice president at the time, as I recall, and then counted the electors. Georgia was involved, himself. actually. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that's exactly right. So what about Vice President Pence? Uh, I, I know that on this network and Christians all around the world, especially here in America, we're, we're all praying for Vice President Pence because there's got to be an immense amount of pressure uh, on him. Is there anything that we can you can reveal to us there with him and where things are at and what he's thinking? Uh, no, I don't know what he's thinking. I was hoping that his counsel might agree to expedite our lawsuit um, on these very legal issues that we're discussing right now to make it clear that he has that authority and get that all wrapped up so that there no, there's no doubt about it on the 6th. But they've asked uh, for longer to brief it, and right now we have a motion to expedite the briefing schedule pending in front of the judge in Texas that has the case. I think everybody needs to pray that Vice President Pence has the strength and wisdom and courage because I don't see how any good Christian could certify a fraudulent election. And there is so much evidence of fraud, we haven't even begun to compile all of it. It's absolutely massive. We get more every day. I'm still drinking information through a fire hose that supports nothing but an extraordinary criminal fraud to destroy the Republic of the United States of America. It's not about President Trump. It's right. about the future of this republic, if we can keep it. And we're on the verge of absolutely losing it right now. So, and you know, to the average American sitting at home watching tonight, I mean, they're sitting there going, how much more corruption can there be? It seems like everywhere we turn, it's like, oh my gosh, he's a, is he a good guy? I thought he was a good guy. He's a bad guy. Uh, what do you what do you say? To, I mean, I know we're we're praying and we're praying for you, uh, Sydney. We're going to pray before you hang up tonight uh, for you on the phone here. But uh, what is the level of corruption in our government really to this degree that we're seeing? I'm afraid it is the real problem to steal votes and make it appear that people have engaged in free and fair elections has been around for at least a decade. I'm sure it was used in 2016 uh, to some extent. It's been used in particular elections in particular places. It's been used all around the world in other countries. I would be willing to venture a strong guess that the CIA is probably the originator of the software to begin with, and then it was sold to Venezuela and exported everywhere. And they wanted to export it and use it to control who is in power in different places. We have trillions of dollars of global wealth and, and power and corrupt power raging against us right now. 
to the, an extent we can hardly comprehend. This is the classic battle of good versus evil, freedom versus tyranny. And they've been lining their bank accounts with billions and billions and trillions, actually, of dollars from all these global deals they've made and the foreign aid that's been sent from the United States to other countries and it, it, all of it's gone to line the pockets of dictators and everyone else. It's it's hard to wrap your head around the magnitude of this problem, but that is the reality we're facing, and I will not deny that. The only way to solve a problem is to correctly identify it. This is massive. We've got to start here. The fact that our FBI and DOJ have done nothing about this tells you how deep and wide the problem is. They have even had reports of some of these instances that we're talking about, and we're talking about hundreds of thousands of fake ballots and tens of thousands of illegal uh, people voting and duplicate votes, dead people voting, you know, all manner and means of fraud pervaded this election, but the most insidious and egregious of it is the machine fraud and the, the mail-in ballot scam that they used to create fake ballots and then try to backfill in the states that stopped counting the night of the election so that they could try to create the illusion that Biden won when they know damn well he didn't. Right. Uh, let me take it over to Lance Wall now. Lance, uh, you got a final question here for uh, uh, Attorney Powell. Yeah, I, do, I just want to say the person you were listening to before you spoke was Mario Morello, and uh, he was looking for a patent to arise. But I, I would say that you advising every church to open and everyone to take the dang mask off and show up at the homes of state legislators, I'd say you're rather patent-esque. Do you feel support coming from people that are hearing you? Uh, because that, you're about the boldest, clearest, most courageous voice I know of. You're like a Deborah in Israel. Do you Deborah. feel that? support out there? Uh, I do. I do. I've, God did not give me a spirit of fear. Right. I simply don't have it. I'm not going to have it. Uh, and no matter how many people threaten me or file suits against me or file bar grievances against me, which has all happened in the last several weeks, it is not going to make any difference. I am going to forge ahead. I am determined to find the truth. We know it's out there. Truth is the armor of God. We are entitled to it. Yes. We are entitled to be the free country that God wanted us and created us to be, and we cannot continue to allow this tyranny to have another day hold on us. And I think opening the churches and everybody simply going this Sunday would make a massive statement mm. to the evil powers that seek to take over this country. Amen. Well, pastors, you heard it. You heard it right there. All right, uh, we're going to let you go here, uh, Attorney Powell, but I wanted to say on behalf of Kenneth Copeland, and Gloria Copeland, Pastor George, and Terry Pearsons, all of us here at the Victory Channel, we're praying for you. We're going to pray for you right now. So, Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we just lift up Sydney Powell and her team and all that she's dealing with. Father, we give, ask you for strength. We ask you for a refreshing in her body and her mind. And thank you, Lord, for her resolve and her uh, her her attitude and her prowess and her her ability to take this where it needs to go. Father, we put our faith behind her. And Lord, we thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Attorney Powell, thank you so much for joining us. Hope we can have you back real soon. I know we've all enjoyed it having you here. I know your busy lady will let you go.
Thank you so much, and thank you for all the prayers. General Flynn and I felt uplifted by all of them the whole time we dealt Amen. with his ordeal, and we feel it now, too. We yes. have to take this country back for for God and put God back in this country Amen. where he belongs. That's right. Well, you've been very encouraging God to us. Is. Thank you very much. Thank God you all. Good night. You.